everyone and welcome to episode five of We Didn't Start the Fire. Tonight might be a little bit clunky because I'm producing this episode myself, although thankfully I've got my lovely brother Donovan in the studio. If anything shall go wrong. Hi Donovan. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. Good to be back, of course. So yeah. pleased you're here, Donnie, yes. in case just things shall great. go wrong. It just hit six and I um, was flapping my arms about a bit worried. So uh, here we go. It's a different experience to produce as well as do the podcast. So please be kind. All right. So as I said, welcome back, uh, episode five. Uh, I'll just start off by reading out the station number, uh, 0493 Three one. Uh, I'll say that one more time. Zero four nine three two one three eight three one. And I do also have my personal phone on me. Please feel free to send a text my way. So today we go back to the song. We didn't start the fire, and we're just going to do a quick little recap for you. Here we go. There we go. So they're the topics that I've already covered and we'll be covering tonight. So we've got North Korea, South Korea and Marilyn Monroe. I just wanted to touch on the podcast I did last time uh, a fortnight ago on North Korea. Uh, I had a fair bit of feedback on this episode and I was so pleased to hear that people were horrified, as bad as that is, and that it brought up lots of conversations around the dinner table and in my friendship circles. So that was fantastic to hear. Please keep that going. And if you didn't listen to the episode, uh, I will actually plug that one and say go back and listen. But it is quite a heavy episode. And as I mentioned uh, in that episode, if you'd like to message me um, and I can sort of give you a bit of a um, more palatable version, I'd love to do that. Uh, the, the most important thing that we can do is chat about what's happening in North Korea. That's why I'm sort of rehashing over that. So so, of course, already covered North Korea in great detail. Um, so now we move on to South Korea. So my two topics tonight, South Korea and Marilyn Monroe. I do spend majority of the episode going over Marilyn Monroe, but I've got some very interesting facts uh, about South Korea for you. Donovan, do you know anything or what do you know about South Korea? Well... Jeez, uh, not much. Not much? Honestly, no, no, that's good. Be honest. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to learn. Great. And I guess possibly I, I'm, uh, what I knew about North Korea and South Korea is that there's a good side and a bad side. Did you sort of know that? Like South Korea is yeah. the more peaceful side? Yeah, yeah. it is. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. So um, basically the capital of South Korea is Seoul. The population is 51 million and I found sort of the most fun facts about uh, South Korea here. So basically it's common to ask and common to talk about blood types. Um, This is a really common thing that's discussed amongst families particularly when babies are born and they can blood types contribute to people's personality and attributes. Uh, When 
you are born in South Korea, you are automatically one year one years old. So they don't have any of the, you know, um, months, weeks sort of thing. You go straight to being one year one years old. Uh, Koreans are actually the biggest drinkers in Asia. Uh, the DMZ, uh, this is something that I touched on last week, DMZ, the, meet, the demilitarized zone, 248 kilometers of land. And what I wanted to mention tonight is that it's actually been untouched for 60 years, which have allowed wild animals and flora and fauna to absolutely flourish. So this is one of the most wild areas um, in Asia because, as I said, it's been untouched. They over there, they have uh, a fear of tetraphobia, so fear of the number four. You will not see the number four in elevators or levels in apartment buildings. The most common housewarming gift is – what do you think, Donovan? I'm going to go – Something really practical. A doorknob. Oh, good guess. Toilet paper. <laughs> oh, not as classy. So most common household gift is toilet paper. They actually have the fastest internet connection in the world. Less sleep than the rest of the world. The average sleep time is six hours and drinking is accepted everywhere. So, for example, on public transport, in the park, it's just very common to be consuming alcohol. All right, a quick word from our sponsors. Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Karam. Tune in and enjoy. Thank you. Thank you, Paul Kennedy. Um, Donovan is lucky enough to work alongside Paul Kennedy with PK being your footy coach. Yep. And I have to admit that I... Whenever I come to watch Donovan play, which I love to do, uh, I sneak into the club rooms because I love to hear him talk. Oh, he's great voice. So obviously, uh, with his work with the ABC, but just incredible the way he talks. And what I have noticed, and I hope I'm not, um, I've got this correct, but he actually asks one of you guys for your review before he comments himself on the game. Yeah. Is that a different person each week? It's basically. Uh, my mate Kale, ah. who actually used to be on this radio station. Yeah. He is like our designated spokesperson. Oh, that's great. So he gives his review before the coach, which I think says a lot about PK's opinion of, of his team and he values you guys so much that he doesn't even want to say anything before you guys have had the chance to talk. And I, just, I love that because, yeah, that's something I've noticed. All right. So there we go. We've covered South Korea in a snapshot for you. So now we move on to Marilyn Monroe. Again, Donovan, you're being picked on tonight. But what do you know about Marilyn Monroe? Uh, I think I'll probably know a bit more. And also, yep. yeah. Yes, no, Marilyn Monroe. I watched I watched that Netflix movie on her, Blonde. Ah, great. I watched, yeah, I was, I mean, she had a pretty rough life, didn't she? She has, exactly so, right. But, yeah. yeah, no, she's, yeah, it's just a big, massive cult figure in American history. Totally, absolutely. And 
Yeah. And I was actually quite surprised by her death. I didn't quite know exactly how it happened, so I'll go into that today. Um, but before I go into it, I just want to give a big thank you to my beautiful friend Katie who um, put me onto a podcast about Marilyn Monroe. And I have to admit I love um, when I hear podcasts about a specific topic. Although I do fact check, it's really good to have just a base research um, right in front of me. So thank you so much, Katie. Um, and I just want to give a shout out. Um, they reference a, bio, a few biographies in this um, podcast, which has also formulated my research. Um, yeah, here we go. So, Marilyn Monroe was born Norma Jean Mortison in 1926, so her name actually changed later on. She was named after an actress, Norma Talmadge, to a single mum who was married several times. I'm going to refer to her as Marilyn rather than Norma Jean just because it's it's easier to um, process information. So Marilyn was actually given up for adoption. Um, at In the time, it was too hard for a single woman to raise her and her mum didn't feel adequate um, to be raising another child. She spent seven years in a foster home with a very strict family who didn't agree or let her watch Hollywood movies. Marilyn came to feel that she was a mistake at age seven, her mum came back and wanted her back in her life. However, shortly after moving back with her mum, she her mum became unwell with mental health. And in 1935, aged eight, her mother was institutionalised, which obviously back then looks very different to what we would, how we would support someone with mental health issues today. We'll go into uh, that a bit more shortly. So her mum's best friend, her name was Grace and she looked after Marilyn until she fell in love. At age 11, um, she went to live with Grace and her husband. So that's when Grace moved into the husband. Grace's husband was quite sleazy and forced himself onto Marilyn. Marilyn was then shipped off to an auntie. Unfortunately, at this age again, a cousin forced himself onto her. So some really awful things that happened when she was just a child. Uh, at 13, she started discovering her own beauty and she used to walk to and from school and she loved the attention that that brought. So she really played up on her looks. At 16, she got married. So this was kind of an arranged marriage. This was to her neighbour, Jim, and it was her mum's best friend, Grace, that introduced and encouraged them to be together. And Grace particularly did this because, as I said, in the time, it was quite tricky uh, to be a single woman. So, um, Jim was actually about to go off to war and she uh, Grace encouraged them to get married before he did so. So, during this time, uh, that's sort of when the trauma and abandonment came out with Marilyn. Jim went to war. Marilyn moved in with back in with her mother. At this time, Marilyn got a job at a radio plane. Uh, she used to fold and inspect parachutes. Uh, 1944, an army photographer came along to snap photos of attractive young women working in factories and it was to cheer up the soldiers. <laughs> he was struck with Marilyn instantly and he introduced Marilyn to a model agency. Important to point out that this man is one of the people who went um, – actually supported Marilyn and went through with their promise as she has sort of lived a life up until now of empty promises and some real heartache. Marilyn was asked to bleach her, bleach and straighten her hair as blondes get more jobs. So that's where the blonde iconic hair comes from. 
within one month, Marilyn appeared on 100, over 100 local ads and uh, magazine covers. Jim didn't like this. He wanted Marilyn to settle down and become a housewife. Fox, uh, 21st Century Fox, then at this time came across Marilyn and wanted to do a screen test with her. They asked her to change her name and someone said, you are a Marilyn, and she liked this name. So there you go. Munro was also a tribute to her mother's maiden name. I just realised I forgot to text Will and Philly about this episode, so... I'm just texting them now to say tune in, although they're probably – there we go. Okay, sorry. Uh, um, with all of this happening, real Marilyn – so with her career starting to finally take off, Marilyn realised that she didn't want to be a housewife. Jim was in China and received a letter from Marilyn's attorney saying she wanted a divorce. When he arrived back in LA, Marilyn gave him divorce papers – He tried to convince her not to go through with it, but she had made up her mind. In 1946, Marilyn and Jim got divorced. I should have also mentioned that this episode will be quite a quick little one. All right. So now we move on to the second part of her life. So 1947, she was still getting small roles and after six months, 20th Century Fox Studios didn't renew her contract. She really struggled with money during this time, living paycheck to paycheck, and she tried to pay with modelling gigs, which later comes out to sting her a little bit. Uh, This is when she sort of realised, unfortunately, that sex sells and she changed her perspective and therefore her style. She started networking and partying. Then she was signed with Columbia Pictures in March 1984 and they gave her a small small role. Unfortunately, her contract was not renewed because she refused to sleep with the studio executive, which says a lot about the person she is because, as we said, she was already struggling with money. So to stay true to herself and her beliefs is, is a really brave thing to do. New Year's Eve, 1948, she meets a lovely man by the name of Johnny Hyde. Uh, He was a vice president of a top talent agency. He had an affair with Marilyn Monroe and he left his wife and kids. Then comes Johnny Hyde. He encouraged Marilyn. So lots of different men in her, uh, influential men at the time that come into her life. He encouraged Marilyn to um, change her appearance, particularly to implant cartilage to round out her chin. At this time, she started to get big and Fox, Fox, 21st century Fox, realised that they made a big mistake. So they offered her a contract and she re-signed with Fox. Um, Johnny Hyde actually worked on this contract and made sure that Marilyn was paid a higher amount. So she was paid $500 a week, raising each year of employment. And I believe it went up to 1,300 a week, which obviously at the time was quite a lot. Unfortunately, Johnny died of a heart attack and his son recalls Marilyn screaming his name over and over at his funeral. Really awful to think that um, another person in Marilyn's life has um, been lost. So something that 
we don't see now just due to the way that it was presented but was obviously the fan base and this was just huge. People loved Marilyn and unfortunately it was only for, say, the last 10 years of her life when she got really um, popular and big but she was so loved by the fans. The fan mail that came in for Marilyn was said to be two to 3,000 fan letters a week. So, here comes Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio? Joe DiMaggio. Thank you. Uh, he was previously mentioned on the podcast. He was 37 and Marilyn was 25. Now we come back to the modelling photos. 1952, nude photos are published of Marilyn against her will. So that's back in the time where she was living paycheck, paycheck. Um, she signed off with a photographer um, and gave him the rights to the photos. However, they came out in, in um, publicity. Although I, they set, say nude, um, they were quite um, – more like art, to be honest. Uh, I I Googled them. So if you want to Google them, you'll see what I mean. It's more like an art piece, I guess. Um, all of a sudden, she lands a gig with the one and only Frank Sinatra. So uh, Marilyn Monroe was given, was offered 1300 for this part and Frank Sinatra was offered 6000 And it was quite strange. They refused to let Marilyn see the script prior to filming. So she kept bugging them for it. Obviously they had something to hide, but um, they ended, she ended up playing a teacher who turned into a burlesque dancer. So she had some really interesting roles, but a lot of the time she was cast as the dumb blonde, um, which was uh, a, an insult to her intelligence. Marilyn and Joe uh, married in at a three-minute ceremony. They didn't stay married for long. They wanted different things. Next man came along. I am jumping a little bit because I found the different details. Um, it was just easier to stick to the facts and get to the point. Um, the next man came along was Arthur Miller. They were married. In how many minutes do you think that ceremony went for, Donovan? Five. Close. Four. Yeah, four minutes. So one, one minute Jeez. longer. Unfortunately, uh, she had an affair in April 1960 with Eves Eve, Montaigne and that lasted a few months. All right, a quick word from our sponsors. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Thank you for that. Okay. So here's sort of where it takes a turn for Marilyn and it takes a turn quite quickly. So Marilyn began seeing a psychiatrist daily and sometimes her sessions went to up to five hours. The psychiatrist referred her to a doctor that prescribed sleeping pills for her insomnia. Her her dosage just became higher and higher over time. She was suffering physically. Um, She felt lots of pain in her body and that was due to the different drugs she was taking and also being overworked, not sleeping, etc. So, Arthur and Marilyn announced their divorce after Arthur fell in love with a set photographer. So, they weren't married for very long, just 
over a year. So her marriages were quite quick. Um, they announced their divorce and made it final on Jan 1961, the day of President John F. Kennedy's inaugura- inauguration. They chose this day on purpose so that they could quietly get the divorce papers through the courts while the public had their eyes elsewhere. All of her movies at this time, that's a big generalisation, some of the movies that she starred in were flops at this time and she really took a toll. At this stage, she was alone. At 34, she was voluntarily admitted to a psychiatric ward on recommendation. She thought that she was in for rest after a recent movie and she signed papers to admit herself. She was immediately escorted to a padded room and locked in a psych room. Uh, There is reports that she broke off a piece of window glass, threatening to harm herself if they didn't let her go. It would have been a bizarre experience to go from a movie set to a psych room. Um, I I just can't imagine. And also not knowing that the extent of what she was going into. Um, Joe, what's his name? Donovan? Oh, hold on. Wait. Joe DiMaggio. Thank you. Uh, actually got in contact with Marilyn at this time and got her a private room in a nicer hospital. She saw her at her time here, but still wasn't that well upon exiting the hospital. 1961, at this time she was 31 and she had um, a di- she inv- got invited to a dinner party at an actor's house and his brother was no other than President JFK. There was talks of Marilyn having an affair, which I didn't even know this until my research. Is this the same as you, Donnie? What, that she had an affair with JFK? Yeah. No, it's – I knew that. Oh, <laughs> I'm obviously very, behind yeah, the times. Uh, I knew that she sung the song, but I didn't know. Yeah. So, they met more than – they only uh, – their relationship was documented like so. They met – Three times over a year-long period and Marilyn told a friend that she slept with the president. That's the extent of the affair that we know of. Um, And the fourth time they met, Marilyn went to a party that was celebrating JFK and she sang the famous Happy Birthday song in the beautiful dress um, with diamonds on it that sort of was given the idea to make her look nude. Very since worn by no other than... Uh, Kanye West's wife. Yes. I forget. Ex-wife. Kim. Kim Kardashian. Yes, Kim Kardashian. That's right. Oh, don't In worry. the Met Gala last year. Yes, well done. She um, very unhealthily got into that dress. Um, if you've seen that episode, she tries to – she tries it on and she's too big and she loses a lot of weight very quickly in a very unhealthy way, but she does wear that dress. A lot of outrage, unfortunately, with, with her doing that. I will not comment. Um. 1962, she appeared at the Golden Globes and she was presented with an award. However, the comments were that she was drunk, barely in control, her voice was slurred and her dress was so tight that she couldn't move or breathe. Uh, It was believed that just before this night, she received injections for sleeping and anxiety and these were addictive medications. They were toxic drugs that um, upon research they – are not drugs obviously prescribed now and they were really dangerous. Too great an amount could send someone into a coma or even result in death. 
It was at this time, for the first time, her care team, so her psychiatrist and her doctor, spoke about what drugs they were each prescribing to see if any of them would counteract each other, which is very concerning. She was on a lot of medication and that was the first time they'd spoken about what each other were using. Uh, She then was involved in some more movies with different roles. She was late to um, the set. She was not sleeping, she was overworked, and she was drugged. At the time, she was quietly rekindling Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. (laughs) Joe DiMaggio. Thank you. And planning to remarry him, which made it all the more sadder that on on August 5th, 1962, Marilyn Monroe was found dead in her home. Donovan, do you remember much about this? Not about her death, as you said. I was a bit clouded for myself. Yeah, sure. What what happened? So, thank you for asking. Uh, It was her housekeeper that found her. She woke up at 3 3 a.m. to check in on Marilyn and she noticed a light coming from Marilyn's room, but she didn't get a response and the door was locked. She kept knocking on the door. She called Marilyn's psychiatrist who then broke down the door, came over and broke down the door, and they found the 36-year-old star dead. The headline the next day was Marilyn Monroe kills herself. Her death was front-page news and it was suicide, which I didn't necessarily realise that it was suicide. That's so why it was. Yeah. Um, the suicide rate after Marilyn died doubled the month following and hundreds of phone calls from members of the public – rang in that requested details of her death, which just goes to show the communication they had then and we have now. Nothing's private, but um, they rang – imagine ringing a newspaper, uh, you know, um, company to request details of someone's death. Uh, It was uh, later found that she overdosed of sleeping pills. When they found her, she was actually clutching a telephone receiver. It was said that at 5.15pm the day before, she called her psychiatrist um, and he told her to take a drive to relax. So, obviously, wasn't feeling well. Um, She was found next to an empty bottle of 50 Nembutel tablets. Uh, They are tablets to sleep. And these tablets were prescribed to her two to three days before. There was meant to be 50, but there was none left. So, it was approximate. Um, I guess that she'd taken about 20 to 25 pills a day, which resulted in her suicide. Uh, She was meant to take one a day. Her funeral was attended by close friends and family. And the last part of this episode, I'll end on a quote by John Gateau. Ghetto. He was a poet and he commented on Marilyn's death by saying, Marilyn Monroe's tragic death should serve as a terrible lesson to all those whose chief occupation consists of spying on and tormenting film stars. That's not something that um, I spoke much about, but it, it was compared to Princess Diana um, and also in recent times, Meghan Markle, um, and it's the consistent harassment towards a female, well, in this case, a female celebrity. Um, It was said that towards the end, there was helicopters flying over her house being, you know, paparazzi and that she just couldn't live her life. So there you go. That's Marilyn Monroe. Um, As I said, a bit of a short episode tonight, which is good because I've got a dinner. So uh, next episode is a topic of my choice. And I don't know what I'll do yet. So keep keep uh, keep tuned keep 
tuning in. Keep tuning in for that one. Um, hope you learned a little bit more about Marilyn Monroe. I certainly did. Thank you again, Katie, for the uh, help with the research there. Thank you, Donovan. That's all right. Thanks for having me. Great episode. My pleasure. And Donovan is always so positive. It's so great to have you here. I will see you in a fortnight's time. Bye, everyone.